if, if we're going to use this moment, you know, to, to use the pilgrimage as a springboard to talk about life and where, where we had to persist and dig deep. Um, yes, the, this pilgrimage was that, and it also reinforced and really showed me that we really are all on a pilgrimage. <laughs> Life is a pilgrimage. And how do we, how do we engage more like that and make it more intentional like that? Much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Thanks so much for being here today on Persistence You. I am extraordinarily looking forward to, and maybe that's not a right sentence, to having our guest Holly Brock today. And she is a Chattanooga na- native that I met in person. Incredible. I went to a real event, uh, my networking podcasting event. Holly was a fabulous guest with an amazing story. And I felt like I'd met an old friend. In fact, she reminds me a lot of an old friend in Alaska, my friend Chantel. So it was really enjoyable. And I hope you get a lot out of this podcast. I think Holly was initially self-conscious that she wasn't trying to sell a book or she's not currently uh, podcasting at this very moment or this or that, but she is in this just to share a beautiful story. And so I wanted to just describe it for you. But first, let me give you a quick update. When I'm recording this right now, it's July 24th. So by the time this posts, my book will probably be out, Grounded in Grit, Turn Your Challenges into Superpowers. It is with a niche audience, mostly of people who've gone through a huge, huge trauma or are in it and wanting help getting just getting some skills to move the needle forward without everything else in life falling apart. I wrote it initially for women who had been abused in relationships because that was a population that responded to my memoir. And there are some takeaways for men and women, but it is largely on being able to pivot after horrible trauma, really, and being able to take some of the skills learned to help refine life, refine you rather than define you. And I found the skills to work with clients and myself and other people. So I'm excited. I'm going to have a very quiet launch. I'm not trying to have an event or do a lot with it because I'm on to the next book. It's already back from my editor. I won't always do that, but this time I just don't have the bandwidth to make a big deal anywhere, but right here with you. If you haven't already, hop onto my email list at lameredith.com. Thank you to new patrons. Um, I, of course, thank old patrons, Gary Schwartz, Jennifer Jarrett, and Jen LaRose. Yay, Jen! And Carol Waltz. You all, it just helps me so much. The podcast is getting close to paying for itself. So that's fantastic. We'll have some meetups together or opportunities via Zoom and work closer together. But this just supports me in so many ways, not the least of which is emotionally, because it is a lot of work to produce a podcast. It's not just the getting the guest, it's all the things and all the software and all the time. And I love doing it often, not always. And yet 
it's really nice when I see that it matters to you enough to invest in. So whether you're listening or sharing this episode with a friend or a patron, all of you are investing something that's important and I appreciate you being here. Thank you so very much. I also wanted to say that this is last year at the beginning of, I'm going to say the end of 2022 and the big for about a six month period. And we all have these seasons. I just had so many horrific things happen. And, you know, whether it was death of family, a pretty extreme illness, being scammed, all of these things, but just things that really shook me to my core. And it's just a reminder that you keep persisting. Eventually things do get better. And I think I was so hoping to turn the page and eventually did, but there's something about just one small win in our lives. When we've gone through something hard, one small win creates another small win and another small win and more confidence. And, you know, hard times are there for all of us at times. And sometimes it really does come in seasons or in threes or in tens or whatever, but getting that one small win helped me move forward without that what I like to call the smell of desperation. So now I have speaking against events that are coming to me and I had coaching clients seeking me out instead of me just trying and trying and trying. So appreciate that, but that I just want to encourage you that if you're going through a super hard time, persisting is number one and self-care and getting that one small win that you can build on because Just like good times, hard times don't last forever. And there are good times inside of a difficult time too and skills that we learn. So anyway, just wanted to share that happy news. Thanks so much for being here. I can't wait to introduce you to Holly. Holly, I wrote this up for our podcasting event we had together, but Chattanooga podcaster Holly Brock knew after hiking the Camino de Santiago a few years ago that she wanted to share the experience She also knew that she didn't want to write a book. What came next was a podcast series uniquely organized and beautifully released called Along the Camino. And although she's not adding to it right now, Holly is still offering it. It's still available online. And it's incredible for anyone to hike the Camino. My friend Heather, who's having her 80th birthday soon, is going to be hiking the Camino. And it's a spiritual journey for people who take it. But for Holly, what was pretty incredible to me is she is a mother of six. She is an avid traveler and a creative who's explored writing, drama, and music, propelled by her vibrant faith and an internal drive to expand her perception of meaning. She chose to use podcasting as a method for sharing her story. And I love personally that when you listen to her podcast, the first episode, Holly lines it out for you. If you don't like stories of faith, if that's not your thing, she shows you which episodes to listen to instead. If you're an avid traveler and you really want to hear about the Camino, she tells you, points you to those episodes. And so she, you know, interestingly organized these episodes so that it serves everyone. But I love it all. I hope you will enjoy her as much as I do. Have a delightful week. Please share with a friend, rate, and I will probably talk to you on the back end unless we go over time. Holly Brock, thank you so much for being here on Persistence You today. 
Very happy to be here, Lizbeth. Great work. It was wonderful to meet you. I was just telling listeners that we met in person of all things. <laughs> we did. We got to. And there's nothing like being in person. It's true. It's wonderful. We have all the means, all the other means, but there's nothing like being in person. It was so fun. And I and Lizbeth, love it. Lisbeth is amazing. So oh, <laughs> I love your story. I did. I just love it. And you were such a great guest speaker at Podchat. So you know, I told the uh, listeners about, and the audience will see it on YouTube, but I told listeners that, you know, a little bit about your story, but tell us like, what made you decide you've raised six kids? That's a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. They were getting older and you carved out time for this beautiful journey. Can you tell us a little bit about that time and how you knew you wanted to go frankly alone? Yes. Uh, that was a key component to this whole adventure. And this was really a dream come true. This was something that I wanted to do for years. And then we have a saying in our house, trust the timing and the timing presented itself beautifully. And so I went when I did, and there was still one child at home, um, but it was the right time. Good. So part of the going by myself was to have an intentional experience of, and <clears throat> it reminds me of one of the stories on my podcast, um, which we'll get to, but traveling at the speed of love. And sometimes I think we, we begin to travel more at the speed of duty or demand, the tyranny yes. of the urgent. And this was about traveling at the speed of love, which when you're walking, you get more in touch with that. And, right. and the people you're around. But part of that for me was to choose to go alone because it helped me really experience and understand uh, what it means to be just me, just me at along this journey. It would have been amazing to have my husband and kids and friends there in that way. Right. And it was also really important to go by myself. I think it's so fabulous because you had a milestone that was coming for you, which is to be an empty nester is hard for anyone. If you had one child, it would be hard. But when you're used to all of the busyness mm -hmm. of six children mm -hmm. and suddenly that's coming to an end, what a beautiful way to recalibrate in a way and tell people, not everyone knows about the El Camino. Can you just mm -hmm. like in a couple sentences, tell, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit about it and that it was a spiritual journey from the beginning. Yes. Yes, it's in Spain and it's been established for 1500 years. That might be a little much, but, uh, and it's really, it's become something that people choose as a milestone in their life. And people do different, uh, experience it differently, do sections. Some people do the whole thing. I did the whole thing. If you can, yay, do that. Uh, but how many but miles? Sorry. 500, 500. If you do the route that I took, actually, I, I went all the way to the coast. So it was more, it was more than that and started in France and you go all the way across the, the Northern part of the Iberian peninsula for those, uh, geography nerds out there. But, uh, but yes, <laughs> one thing I, I do want to say about, about it. And one thing that really stuck with me is that we, we are truly all on a pilgrimage like we already are. And 
so if if we're going to use this moment, you know, to to use the pilgrimage as a springboard to talk about life and where where we had to persist and dig deep. Um, yes, the, this pilgrimage was that, and it also reinforced and really showed me that we really are all on a pilgrimage. <laughs> life is a pilgrimage and how do we how do we engage more like that and make it more intentional like that so i kind of went on a little rabbit trail there you can bring me back bring me back elizabeth but it, it's you slow down then you slow down i suspect because you don't have access to all of your to-do list wherever you are in the world and of course we know not everyone can do that get away yes. and and go on this pilgrimage but but you made an intentional point of getting away from that never-ending to-do list. Probably social media was a no, phone, probably not texting all day. You put on your shoes in the morning. And what did your day look like for this beautiful historical hike? Yes. I'll go back to the traveling at the speed of love phrase because mm-hmm. It really is like there's this is this is a key if you're ever truly or or walking a pilgrimage, a tech technically walking a pilgrimage. The key to a successful pilgrimage is ready. <laughs> it's literally putting one foot in front of the other. And uh I think hmm. I think that is the that is the mindset there. And you get challenged daily because you think, um, well, I'm I got to get there. But the only way to get there is to put one step in front of in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And I I settled into that more and more to where the mornings were okay. So it's less maybe about the destination and more about the journey, which sounds kind of corny until you're literally on day, you know, 25 doing the same, <laughs> the same thing. Right. And then, and then that begins to sink in you. This is really about the steps along the way, not the destination. And I think that's why I really, one of my biggest messages is to apply it to life as well. If we could just live like that and enjoy right. like that. It is so good for people to have goals on the other hand, we can miss the whole point if we're just heading toward that one thing, that one, as an example, that one weight on, you know, on the scale, that one financial payoff where we, you know, work to pay off debt or whatever, we'll miss all of the things that helped transform us if we only focus on that end game. And this trip sounds like it really got you thinking in that direction. But there's a spiritual component too. Tell us about back in the day, you know, how we became to know and love uh, the Mm -hmm. El Camino and also Mm -hmm. how it really started to make sense and strengthen your faith. It did that. Uh, I... I will second what you said a moment ago. We have to have a direction. We have to have something we're headed for, but not to miss, not to miss all the steps along the way. So it is both. It is both. Great point. I have always um, known there's a creator. 
it's just inherent. It's, it's in everything I see. I then uh, grew and learned God is very personal. And so on this Camino, what was fascinating is to ask the question, what if the real person of Jesus who really walked to this earth, what if he was beside me? What if, what if we somehow walked a few of these days together? What would it be like? What would he see? Who would he talk to? What would he say? Uh, how would I feel? And it was, it was such a, an amazing, really, process of using my imagination. And that's, that's a, that word is tricky to us because we think imaginations about things that aren't real. But if you think about the root of that word, it's image and it's creating an image of something. So it's not really that far-fetched. And in fact, I think we could engage with it. If we engage with it healthfully, we really ought to engage with it more. So my faith was grown in that way of of considering what I already knew about God and Jesus and considering what that looked like along the Camino. What would that have have what would that experience have been like? So that's a that's a lot of what my podcast is about, as well as just a lot of fun um, memories and pondering and and I think it's really fun. Um, so I hope people listen. I think it's fantastic. When did you know that you wanted to share your story? And a lot of us would say, well, that could be an essay. That could be a book that could be, mm-hmm. but you knew you wanted to have, uh, you know, share the oral history in a sense, you know? Yes. Oral history. That's great. That's a great way of saying it. Um, I've always responded by writing. And some people don't relate to that at all. But if you do, you know what I'm saying. And so when I got back, I really didn't write much along the way Mm -hmm. when I was actually on the pilgrimage. But when I got back, it was this, it was just kind of, I couldn't help it. (laughs) I just started writing, started remembering. And, and that was what was fascinating about it. Kind of like putting one step in front of one foot in front of the other is that as I wrote, I knew more of what I wanted to write. Uh, again, a lot like life. Right. Uh, so I just began writing and kind of forming up different, what I call stories. So it is, it is an oral history plus. We'll say it's a oral history plus imagination. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I I knew I would probably do that. That wasn't my goal in walking the pilgrimage, but I knew I would probably end up doing something like that. So about a year and a half later, here it all comes. And um, it's been really fun. I think that's fantastic. And you organized it. So interestingly, as I had mentioned to uh, listeners and viewers before you and you got hopped on the call with you know, you have organized it in such a neat way that people can join you for the whole journey, or they can know which episodes really are about faith and the other ones that are about this uh, El Camino journey, you know? And so I say, listen to it all, but if people don't want to, what a smart idea. I mean, how did you know to do that? 
that was inspired. I don't know what else to say. And then I very intentionally made the ones that are directly about Jesus. I made those the odd numbers because it's kind of odd. They're kind of odd. (laughs) I like it because because you're really, you're, you're really talking about walking this journey with him. So, you know, yeah. Yes. That is so terrific. Thanks for that. Yes. No, I think that's wonderful. That's why and I mentioned that you and I had met at PodChat or this pod, podcasting networking event that was in person, but like, that's so fabulous. That's just such a great way to do it. So what's been the response? Have you heard from strangers every once in a while? Who, yes. You know, excellent. Yes. Uh, I, I do. There's a metric on the podcast platform where you can you can see where your podcast has been downloaded right and i'm happy to say every continent and oh. and how fascinating how wonderful so i think it strikes it strikes a note in some people and that's why elizabeth your your podcast as well is so beautiful because we all have and I, again, I'm thinking of this one particular story. I think it's number 10 on my podcast, Traveling at the Speed of Love, and how we all have such unique ways of loving and how mm. when we use the word responsibility, maybe we ought to flip it and say, what is our ability to respond instead of some rote, you know, X, Y, Z that needs to look like? What is what is each individual's true res- ability to respond um, wow, what if we loved more like that? And so I feel like you're trying to do that. I'm trying to do that as well as lots of other people in lots of other situations. So I think it's yeah. so fabulous. And I also think from listening to your podcast, a person, even if they can't go, let's say, hike the Camino today or tomorrow, they can still put into practice some things that are about being very intentional, very affordable. As an example, very affordable walking around their own destination, yes. you know, and yes, really take that time to focus on moving the needle forward little by little and giving themselves maybe a little more time to be in the moment and be present and not be available to 5 million texts, emails, calls, and social media begging for our attention. Yes. You know, even if they start with 15 minutes in the morning. You know, there are lessons about those baby steps. I agree. Baby steps. That's so good because very rarely is it some big leap. We do have Mm -hmm. those epiphanies, those aha moments, and those are amazing. Those are actually kind of my favorite moments, but mostly life, if you think about it, is these baby steps right? and uh, these small steps. So to kind of wake up and say, okay, then I'm doing it. I'm on this pilgrimage of life. I I want to do it well. And I, and then to go more practically walking, being quiet, uh, even solitude, which I think scares some people a lot. And there might be some hurdles you have to get over, but it's really, it's really good. It's really, really good. So the difference between lonely and being alone, maybe you're just alone for a little while and that's good. That's actually good for you. So that is such a great point because you learn to appreciate your own company if you haven't already. And that becomes kind of a quiet confidence that can be a wonderful thing to bring through life. What would, what day do you think this is off the beaten path, but what day do you think you walked the? What was like the most miles you walked a day? 
that you're aware of? I think 21. That's a lot. 21, but it, not much elevation. Right. So, but still, that's right. a lot. 21 that's, miles is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That'd take you to another town. And that's, that's great. Yeah. yeah you well, go somewhere. Unless right. you're walking in a circle, you're, you go somewhere after that. <laughs> <laughs> How was it when you got home, had life, did things shift a little bit for you? What were some of your takeaways? Yes. Life in and of itself shifted because it was soon after, uh, well, interesting timing, empty nesting. And then my daughter went to college and was back six months later for COVID. (laughs) So we went went from two people in the house, my husband and I, and to um, six people back in the house, two dogs, you know, it was kind of whoo. But, but so life, life happened and internally, gosh, I'd love to say it was like this, uh, everything was bright and shiny after that. And wasn't it great, but I think it, it, um, unearthed some things that have been, been processing. Sure. And I, I'll, I've done that good work. I feel like I've been willing to do that good work. (laughs) It's a hard work, but it's a good work. So trust the timing, you know, again, uh, trust that timing and, and it didn't need to be bright and shiny after Right. there were some things that were and some things that will be right. so, and some things that never will be here on in this life. And that's okay too, because that's part of it. So, right. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Well, where can people listen to you along the Camino, which is your podcast? That is my podcast. It's on all the podcast platforms and there's a spiral. Actually, I have it and that just shows the spiral. I love that. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. That is so great. Yes. Um, So there's a spiral logo and a season two is coming. I just got clearance for the music and uh, season two is called at base camp. So it's all, (laughs) yeah. It's really exciting, but the first season, the one that we we're talking about is is called Along the Camino. Okay, that is so fabulous. And I know I mentioned to you before that there are people who want to share stories and don't want to write a book who literally record an audiobook and never a written version. And this is kind of like that. This is a great way to share from your heart, your life, and bring people along your journey. And what they decide to do with that is up to them. But I think it's a fantastic offering that you've made from your heart. And thank you for your time. Thank today. you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Okay. Wasn't she fabulous? Unbelievable. I hope you enjoyed that story. I, I think it reminds me of how life has felt for me lately that, yeah, one baby step, one foot in front of the other, sometimes that's the best we can do. And what, what you find if you ever do reach the goals you set for yourself is it's not that goal that was the important part. It was the it was the journey. And I hope you enjoy Holly's journey and join her at Along the Camino. Thanks for joining me on mine. Can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget we have more than 100 episodes, well over 100 and probably 30 episodes in the backlist by the time 
that you listen or see this on YouTube. On YouTube, we only have about, I'd say 15 episodes, but uh, prior to that, everything was simply audio. Thanks again. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.